let's hear a story about Markham This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History. From Friends of Markham Hill, an effort to save the mountain from development and make it a nature and wildlife preserve. Not only will this protect the birds, wildlife, natural habitats, and intact urban forest, it will also protect its ecology, environmental benefits, historical places, early 20th century ruins, evidences of Native American habitation all over the mountaintop, and its registered sites. The U of A running trails used by our champion cross-country and track teams and its natural habitats where students from the U of A, Fayetteville High School, Ramey Junior High, and elsewhere can do studies and field trips in walking distance from campus. Today's story, Evangeline Pratt as a girl and single woman, covering the years 1898 to 1927, part one. Evangeline Pratt was born in December of 1898 in Springdale, Arkansas. She was the youngest child of Cassius and Maggie Pratt, who settled on West Mountain, now called Markham Hill, in 1900, with their four sons and two daughters, Joy and Evangeline. Evangeline married Julian S. Waterman, founder and first dean of the University of Arkansas Law School and vice president of the University of Arkansas in September 1927, when she was 28 years old. After his death, she married Laird Archer, foreign officer of the Near East Foundation. Evangeline is best known as a founding member and first secretary of the Ozark Society that helped save the Buffalo River from being dammed in the 1960s and make it the United States' first national river in 1972. She worked with Neil Compton and others to accomplish this much appreciated feat. This weekly is part one of Evangeline Pratt as a girl and single woman. The last syllable of Evangeline's name is pronounced with a short I as in Lynn. Among Evangeline's interests as a girl and young woman were horseback riding, books, and piano. She also loved flowers and acting in skits in school gatherings and clubs. Her nickname was Tui. Two of her childhood friends on West Mountain were Lucille and Anna Fulbright, daughters of Roberta Fulbright, who was president and publisher of the Fayetteville Daily Democrat and the Northwest Arkansas Times from the 1920s until her death in 1953. The Fulbright family lived in the house that Dean and Mrs. G.D. Nichols later purchased on Haskell Heights, a part of West Mountain. Two of Evangeline's chores as a girl were cleaning the glass on all the Pratt family's kerosene lamps once a week and in the winter pouring a kettle of hot water on all the bridle bits so that they wouldn't freeze in the horses' mouths. Evangeline graduated from Fayetteville High School in 1915 and then attended the University of Arkansas. She received a teacher's certificate in June of 1917 and her B.A. in June of 1919. She took courses in music, piano, French, Spanish, math, economics, English, physics, art, chemistry, civil engineering, and education. During college, Evangeline was active in the Zeta Tau Alpha sorority. She attended dinner and club parties. An example is described in the Fayetteville Daily Democrat on September 16, 1916. 
Mr. Easton Waite was guest of honor Thursday evening at a dancent given at the Heights by Mrs. Adele and Eugene Ramsey and Miss Evangeline Pratt. About 20 couples were in attendance and music was furnished by Owen Mitchell. The dancing suite was decorated in wild ferns and yellow daisies and formed a pretty background for the weavers of intricate new steps. Mr. and Mrs. Waite and Mrs. Ramsey enjoyed the evening with the young folk. Evangeline was an accomplished pianist. She gave several recitals and played the piano in at least one friend's wedding. The renovated piano in the Pratt Inn belonged to her family. After graduation, Evangeline began working at the General Extension Division of the University of Arkansas. The Fayetteville Daily Democrat on June 12, 1922 writes, The history of the extension work has been one of rapid growth and a constantly enlarging sphere of usefulness. About 1912, it was decided that a few correspondence courses might be offered to non-resident students, and one of the university's regular professors was appointed to keep the records and attend to the correspondence in his spare time. The enrollment for that first year was about 50, in 1917-18, to 18, a differentiation was made between the General Extension Division and the Agricultural Extension work, and B.C. Riley was made Director of the General Extension. At this time, lecture and lyceum courses were arranged, the film and slide service organized, and the Arkansas High School Debating League was inaugurated. The phonograph record service and other services of a similar nature were begun the next year. In the spring of 1919, on the day following her graduation from the university, Miss Evangeline Pratt entered the office as assistant to the director. With this small force, a half-time director and an assistant who served as secretary, clerk, stenographer, bookkeeper, and office boy, the division began to recuperate. Soon after this, Mr. Riley resigned the directorship and Dr. A. M. Harding, who at the time was registrar and examiner, and a professor in the Department of Mathematics and Astronomy took the position. Under his direction, the general extension work has made rapid progress. More office room was needed. Then came the move to the fourth floor of the main building. An increased appropriation was granted in July 1921, and the office personnel was enlarged. In addition to Dr. Harding, director, and Miss Pratt, his executive secretary, Four full-time stenographers and three student assistants are now working regularly in the offices. Evangeline attended conferences on general extension work. An April 23, 1923 article in the Fayetteville Daily Democrat states, Miss Evangeline Pratt, Executive Secretary of the University General Extension Division and Dr. A.M. Harding, General Director, took prominent part in the conference of the National University Extension Association just adjourned here. In talks before the association, both emphasized, quote, the great need of taking the feast prepared by the universities to the hungry men and women who cannot come to the table, unquote. Miss Pratt said, State and privately endowed universities of the United States have advanced far beyond old standards of education in conception of the fields they are to occupy and method of accomplishing work. She continued, The university of today is not doing its duty or meeting its opportunity if it is not, in addition to educating the student on the campus, attempting to educate all the people all the time. 
Evangeline often sat for artists, including her sister Joy. A July 14, 1920 article in the newspaper announces, The first 500 copies of the 20,000 edition of booklets, Fayetteville, Southern Gateway to the Ozarks, have been received via express by C.C. Yarrington of the Booklet Committee of the Chamber of Commerce and the Ozark Playground Committee. The booklets are works of art and are the results of the combined efforts of Mr. Yarrington, W.J. Hamilton, William Steen, artist, J.H. Field, photographer, Macintosh and Son, photographic finishers, all of this place, and J. Burns Walker, formerly of this place, now of Chicago. The cover, mounted on brown, is a reproduction in color of the painting by Mr. Steen and was posed for by Mrs. Carolyn Gregg, Anna Fulbright, and Evangeline Pratt. For photos corresponding to this story, go to Facebook group Friends of Markham Hill and look for the weekly entitled Evangeline Pratt as a Girl and Single Woman, Part 1. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History.